This is a question I go back and forth on quite often because Alex isn't here, so I can I can talk about this for a little bit. We're heading up to postseason baseball, and I love love postseason baseball, but it begs the question: which postseason of of the four professional is the best? And why? That is such a tough question. Uh, it's between two for me. And I'll give you the two. And then I'll give you which one it which one wins out for me. The two for me are NHL and NFL. Those are the two best, in my opinions. I think uh basketball I could completely do without and the baseball playoffs well they can be very fun to watch they're just not as quite as compelling to me um oh man the NHL playoffs are so great but I lock into every single NFL playoff game that I can I really do wild card weekend is awesome then you normally get a a little bit of a lull in the divisional round. There's not quite as many great games, but then you go to the conference championship games and it is again, electric factory. Then you have the freaking super bowl, which is just like absolutely the, it's the largest spectacle in sports. So I'm going to have to give it to the NFL. You see, that's fair. I have I have some gripes just with the NFL. And I think just because the way that it's set up, the games, you only get the one day. So everybody is glued in for the one day. And then obviously it feels the most exciting because it's a jam-packed day. I'm No, no, no. NFL NFL first two weeks of the playoffs, you get Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I forgot. No, you get I'm so Yeah. Yeah, you get Saturday and I'm silly, Sunday games. But I I think it's two for me as well. And I, the NFL is a club. NBA, I could care less. Maybe I'm just biased. That's fine. You can, you can kick that out of there. That wouldn't, that wouldn't affect my life. The top three are so close, but I'm just going to, I can't put the NFL up there just yet. It's between, and I'm, I'm biased as well. There is not much like the stress of playoff days because all the things that everybody hates about baseball in the regular season, how it's long and boring. Yeah. Every long and boring piece is no longer long and boring. It's just, yeah, it goes goes away. away. That goes away because it's stress. Yeah. It's just stress. And you're on the edge of your seat. Like what the heck is it going to happen? Is this guy going to throw a meatball down the plate or is this guy, you know, going to throw just the nastiest curveball I've ever seen in my entire life. And in the NHL, Literally crazy stuff happens every year. Like it's it's like the the best team in NHL history in the regular season lost in the first round this past year. And the best team before them in the regular season lost in the first round. Literally, if you make the NHL postseason, you got a shot to win it. And that's not an exaggeration. That is that is a great point. Well, Having said all of that, welcome to Big Banter, everybody. 
This is your Big Ten football podcast. Although the first four minutes of this show might not have shown you that. This is your place for all things Big Ten, all things Big Ten football. We are so excited. We got a jam-packed episode full of the picks. This is the picks. I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. (laughs) No, we won't. Anyways, we have a big list of mostly Big Ten games to go through in this episode. It's going to be a shorter episode. We don't have a ton to get to, and you guys like that. You guys like the shorter form. That's totally fine. So we're going to hop right into it. The first game on the docket, we have Wisconsin traveling to Purdue. Both teams coming off of very lackluster performances. Wisconsin is a sneaky six-point favorite in this game. Number seems a little weird. Uh, I believe we have Alex's picks for these. Alex is going with Wisconsin minus six. I'll give his out. Corey, what say you? I think these are the two most frustrating teams in the Big Ten right now. But also, maybe the most compelling game in the Big Ten. Give me more Friday night compelling Big Ten football games. I like this. Just a little appetizer for the rest of your weekend. You know, your weekend of football. I agree. We should just have this more. Is it possible? For Purdue to start the year 0-3 at home? Because you have one team that is just mind-numbingly frustrating in Purdue. Never being able to shake the stigma of being the spoiler makers. And then you have another team who has had an identity of running the ball for literally ever. And for some reason, not using their best runner. In their offense, this is. I feel like I'm going to take a book, a page out of Ethan's book here. Um, I don't want to touch this game with a ten foot pole because literally, I don't know what's going to happen at all, truly. But I will say this: you give the benefit of the doubt to the team with the most consistency in the past, and unfortunately, and I hate to say it. This is Wisconsin. I think something gets figured out here. I think finally, finally they take advantage of the run game. doesn't matter who at this point. And Purdue starts own it. Purdue, you did this to me. This is your fault. This is why I'm picking against you for the first time this year. Make me regret it, but I'm not going to this time. Give me Wisconsin covering the spread. This is a really weird number here, and you're absolutely right. I would not be touching this game. Oh, man, this is just one of those spots where it feels like all of the public money is going to be on Wisconsin minus six, and then somehow it'll end up being like, oh, only 55% of the money is on Wisconsin because a bunch of dudes put a bajillion dollars on Purdue. Ugh, I just hate it. I hate the fact that it's a road game for Wisconsin. I hate the way they've been playing football. Uh, If anything, I would bet the under 53.5 in this game. That's where I would be with it. But I I just, 
I cannot trust Purdue. I can't. I'm so sorry. And I know this is going to make this a super lock. I think this is the furthest thing from a super lock. We would both agree with that. But I'm going to take Wisconsin and punt the six points here. I think they win by a touchdown. I, I just, oh, my goodness gracious. Why did we start off with this game? What was because I thinking? Because we're gluttons. This is just pure we're gluttons trip. for punishment. Yeah. It's the Friday game. It's the Friday game, okay? So that's why we did it first. There you go. You know what? If I Ugh. wasn't in Chicago. We're all taking Wisconsin minus six, and at least me and Corey don't feel good about it. Alex didn't add a note to if it. I was, but... If I wasn't in Chicago on Friday, I would be going to this game like an absolute sicko because this is, this is, this is the game that you get excited for if you're a yep. sicko. And start off the Big Ten slate with an absolute disgusting matchup between these two teams. All right, let's move let's move along to Michigan against So the Michigan Wolverines in this game at home coming off a very, very lackluster performance. 24-point favorites against Rutgers. Uh, Have not covered a spread yet this year, and I think this is one of those numbers where it's just like, why is this so high? But at the same time, Michigan always dominates Rutgers. I'm going to go first on this one. I I just think that this is one of those spots. It's a get-right spot. It's a get-right game. It makes no sense. When I first looked at this line, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm taking Rutgers for sure. Then I stopped to think about it, and I'm like, hmm. But Rutgers, like we discussed in the previous episode, no knowledge of what the forward pass is. Michigan doesn't allow teams to run the football. I'm sorry. That just doesn't happen. I'm going to take Michigan here, hoping that they finally cover a spread. Uh, Minus 24, I know it's a big number. I think that there's a possibility Michigan holds Rutgers to three or less points in this game. So I really hope they score more than 27 points. I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to punt the points real quick. Let me move over to Corey's, or I'm sorry, Alex's pick. Alex is taking Michigan minus 24. So we have a chance to go two for two on super locks. What say you, Corey? I'm going to give my synopsis here and we're going to, we've talked about the clock situation going on. Um, and we've seen truly the reason that Michigan didn't cover the spreads in the first two games was because of the clock. They were just doing what they needed to do, taking care of the ball, running the ball, and then just chewing away that clock. And I think that's what you want to do when you have a highly rated uh, season or highly rated team. And you just want to get through these games to get to the meat of your schedule. If this spread was something like 20 and a half, I would be very comfortable with saying, oh yeah, Michigan covers this because I Michigan is going to win this game by at least three touchdowns. They tack on a field goal there. I really do think those three points are vastly important. I think Michigan wins this game pretty handily because they're just going to stack the box against Rutgers. And they're going to be like, all right, actually pass this ball and we're going to play man's. So you think the biggest factor in you picking the spread here, you think the biggest factor is the yes. rolling clock, not stopping after the first yes. downs, 
And that that's a great point. It's shot Michigan in the foot two out of the three weeks yes. so far. Yes, and I, I, they're going to force Rutgers to throw the ball, and it's a matter of can they do that. I'm not really quite sure they can. And because of that, you know, if they're running the ball every time, clock's going to keep going, and Michigan's just going to do what they do best and run the ball, and that's going to keep the clock going. So Michigan wins by three touchdowns, but they do not cover in this game. Okay, so no super lock there. Honestly, I was very on the fence about it. I, I I don't mind that pick at all. You might be on you might be on the right side of an island there. So Corey is going with Redkiss football. So next game, we move on to Illinois, the fighting Illini. And boy, oh boy. They're gonna have a new quarterback, I believe in this game. We do not have news of that yet. I think they're going to have a new starting quarterback in this game. Oh boy. This is just this is one where you just don't want to you, you you don't know. You have no idea. They're going in, they're 14 and a half point favorites against Florida Atlantic. Alex can go first here. Alex is taking Illinois minus the 14 and a half. I'm going to let you go last again, Corey. I'll take second reins on this one. I'm sorry. I'm I, if I'm putting myself on an island, that's totally fine. I know Florida Atlantic's not a good football team, but you're giving me over two touchdowns. If it was at honestly, if the number was like thirteen and a half, I would probably take Illinois. But you know what? I, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic. Illinois looked so anemic in that game. Again, and they couldn't help themselves but constantly turn the football over. I think though a little bit of those issues will get cleared up. But I, I just don't trust them to cover that big of a spread. I'm so sorry. I, I Something's weird about this line. The fact that it's only two scores or just over two scores, I don't like it one bit. Give me Florida Atlantic. Give me the 14 and a half. I'll take it. Over to you. I'm going to go with just a trend here because I don't think Illinois has covered any game that they've played this year. Um, And I think that they're going to finally figure some things out. I was very impressed with the defensive line of Illinois last week against Penn state. I think you can carry that over against a much inferior uh, Florida Atlantic team and cause some fits there. The story is the same as it was for Nebraska. If you get a quarterback who can take care of the ball and literally not turn it over five times, you're going to score some points. This is the game where they finally break through, win by three touchdowns. We don't even even win by three touchdowns. Win by 17 points. I think they finally do it just from the 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 gambler's fallacy of something's finally got to give. But I I. I'm giving that with some back logic. I think the defensive side of the ball will be much better, gaining some confidence there, and I think that you will have a quarterback that actually knows how to keep the ball into their hands and put it in the end zone for their team. So I'm taking Florida Atlantic, or excuse me, I'm taking Illinois. We're putting Ethan on your island, and I hope that you're calling and making the coconuts into SOS here for this game. (laughs) Well, we shall see. All right, so moving on, next game, Louisiana Tech traveling to Nebraska. Nebraska giving up 
20 in this spot. They'll need to win this game by three touchdowns. Um, I believe Louisiana Tech has already, I think they played in week zero. I think they're two and two so far on the year. Um, They play in Conference USA, you know, lackluster opponent. So, Corey, what's your pick? Can I go Big Ten heavy this episode finally? Is this the week where the Big Ten is just like, you know what, we're done messing around. And we're gonna we're gonna play like Big Ten football. I would I would give you Alex's pick first, but the fact that I called on you kind of feels disingenuous to just give it to you now. So I'm gonna make you no, pick that's before fine. I give it. That's fine. I, I, maybe a similar story. A different quarterback changes some things for our boys at Big Red, and this team is just is just or this fan base is just begging, begging for a winner. And now I think that you finally got some momentum. It It's almost like you've got some really tough games out of the way on your schedule. You've played really well for the most part in those games. And it's kind of like an early tryout, cutting the fat with some of your you know poor performances. And then let's see what HH or H squared can do here. I think Nebraska wins big again. I think you get some confidence against another inferior opponent, and then we can finally see if Nebraska can take advantage of a very weak or seemingly weak West Division here in the Big Ten. Give me Nebraska. That is a pick, um, but it's the wrong one. I'm going to take Louisiana Tech here plus the points. I think this is a spot where you might see a game end like 27-14 something like that, and Louisiana Tech covers. I don't think Nebraska is going to come out here and put a whooping on these guys. Louisiana Tech, they are an underrated program. They're they're 2-2 and so far this year, so obviously not great. But I just think this is one of those spots where Vegas knows that all of the money that's coming in is going to be on Nebraska. I, I don't. I don't know why Nebraska's not going to win this game by three touchdowns, but they're not going to because they find a way. That's why, because they're Nebraska. So I'm going to take Louisiana Tech. Corey, you are being left on an island because Alex is also taking Louisiana Tech. So uh, the picks are in, and you're going to be writing SOS with the logs and the coconuts and all that uh, stuff. I know how to swim. Yeah, huh? <laughs> All right, moving on. Next game, we have got Maryland traveling to Michigan State. And Maryland is giving seven and a half to your Michigan State Spartans. This is a crazy line to me. I'm I'm like flabbergasted. The fact that it's over a touchdown. I thought this was going to open as like Maryland minus like three or something like that. And I was going to be so excited to take them. Honestly, I'm kind of terrified of it. Um, I'll give you Alex's first. Alex is taking MSU plus the seven and a half here. After what I saw in that last game. 
I, I'm sorry. I just cannot trust Michigan State as far as I can throw them. And Maryland looked really, really good. I know Virginia is bad, bad, bad. But Maryland looked really, really good. I'm going to trust Maryland one time on the road here. I am going to trust Maryland. I think that they end up winning this game by two touchdowns plus. I'm going to take Maryland to cover the seven and a half on the road in the Big Ten. But they're just, you know what, Corey? They're the better football team. So give me Maryland. I'll punt the points. Uh, How far... Can I ride the hater train? How much haterade can I drink against these hapless Michigan State Spartans? I really don't want to pick Maryland here because I'm almost feeling bad about how much I've been dumping on this Michigan State football team, which, again, I, I want to point out, I'm not getting off this horse quite yet. I was right on my island, and you guys were drowning literally drinking salt water by the gallons. And I was sitting up in my coconut cocoon uh, tree house. And uh, feel- I drink so much salt water, my belly floated to the top of the ocean after I And you know what? I didn't, I didn't do anything about it. But here's the thing. Washington was able to do what they were able to do against Michigan State in a fairly one-dimensional way. Fairly, I would say, because once things open up, you can get some, you know, you can get some running on the ground. Maryland does have a dynamic pass passing game with Tagovailoa, and they also have Roman Hemby, a very, very good running back. Two dimensional offenses, two, two ways, two ways to hurt you. Ah, oh man, I, I, I'm looking at it as. Can I very easily see Maryland winning this game by 10? Yes. Can I see them winning this game by 10 the majority of the time? Yes. That covers that 7.5-point spread. I don't feel good about it because I've really been dumping on Michigan State, but give me Maryland for dual-threat offense. Akron traveling to Indiana. Indiana is a 16-point favorite. I will go first here. I think Indiana showed you in the back half of their last football game that they can play a little bit better. They get off to some really, really bad starts. Look for this game early to be close, and then late part of this game is when Indiana kind of pulls away. I think Indiana ends up covering this spread. Minus 16, I will take Indiana and punt the points. Um, and then we have Alex, our good man. He is taking Akron plus 16. So you're going to put someone on an island here, Corey. Who's it going to be? You know, I know something about Alex that you may not know. And I know that Alex does not watch Scott Van Pelt's bad beats. Because if he did, he would know that Akron barely, barely beat a plus 6,000 dog at home. It took literally a bonehead play call and a just unbelievable fumble from an Akron running back 
for a scoop and score for them to just squeak out a home victory. You saw what Indiana could do against Indiana State. You saw how Indiana rallied against Louisville late in that game. And this is Akron. I think Indiana's finally figuring some things out. And I think they have to because Tom Allen's job is is dependent upon it. Give me Indiana here in a game that, A, they should win, but, B, they should get some confidence in because they've been playing some fairly respectable football ever since uh, the Ohio State game. So I'm taking, I'm taking Indiana, and Scott Van Pelt, please don't put me on bad beats. All right, so <clears throat> we're going to go to you first for this one. Minnesota traveling to Northwestern. Good pick there, by the way. I think Indiana does end up covering that spread. Um, perhaps more on that when we head to locks of the week. Perchance. Ooh, perchance. Okay, anyways, Northwestern, tra- or, or I'm sorry, Minnesota traveling to Northwestern, giving up 12. Corey, what say you? That line is gross. That's a gross line. That's a very gross line. I don't. I don't want that at all. I don't even want to. Can I not pick this game? No, I have to pick this game. I'm, I'm contractually obligated to pick this game. Here's the thing. How how far are we going to take this Northwestern train that sucks? I, I twelve is such a weird line, but like I'm only thinking about it being a weird line because it's such a weird number. Like I have full confidence in Minnesota covering this spread. I think uh, Kilimanjaro has a little bit of a bounce back performance. Um, I don't even want to watch this game. That's how just like, ugh, 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 ugh. If you're betting on this game, you're an absolute sicko. Uh, And I don't really have a reason for it. It's just because Northwestern is such a, dysfunctional football team right now so give me minnesota i think they could they could easily win this game by 24 or they could win it by just you know 13 i don't know i think this is one of those spots where it's like don't overthink it northwestern is really really bad minnesota is decent and i I just think this is one of those spots where you don't overthink you take minnesota you see that it's minus 12. You know it makes no sense, but you're, you're like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not going to fall into whatever kind of trap this is, or I will, I guess, because I'm taking Minnesota minus 12. Alex is also on Minnesota minus 12, so that's going to fall into the super lock category. And you know what? I'm actually pretty comfortable with that one because I, I just I cannot see a world where Minnesota doesn't cover that spread. And if they don't, that'll tell us a lot about Minnesota, more than it will Northwestern. That is absolutely for certain. All right, now we get to move into the, I mean, the two obviously biggest games of the week in Big Ten football. We're going to start off first and foremost with the one game that involves two Big Ten teams, two ranked Big Ten teams, 
in Penn State versus Iowa. It's actually Iowa traveling to Penn State. Penn State minus 14 and a half in this game. So the spread is telling you that this is going to be a little bit more of a blowout uh, than it being, you know, the super high profile game that a lot of us want it to be. Corey, where are you falling on this line? Penn State minus 14 and a half. I believe this is the dreaded whiteout game for Penn State. And we all know about the whiteout games. It's just mass chaos. The maybe the best atmosphere in college football. Listen, I, I haven't I don't think I've picked Penn State to cover a spread all year. And I haven't trusted Iowa to cover a spread all year. This is a horrible game for me and I don't really want to pick it at all. However, uh ugh, Brian Ferentz against Penn State's defense against a maybe injured kind of injured Cade McNamara and knowing that Penn or knowing that Iowa wants to run the ball or set up the run. I think Penn state is going to have a pretty uh, effective uh, defensive strategy in this one. Oh man. I, I want to see some more fight out of Iowa here, but give me Penn state. I think it's relatively close to this line. I think they win by 17. Um, I don't think it's they're going to blow them out of the water because Iowa's defense. I want to respect Iowa's defense a little bit more, um, but I think it's another backdoor cover situation where they get this they get this spread late into the game and they come out with a top twenty five win at home for the whiteout. I think that this is one of those situations where late game it's just too much. Penn State's talent, too much. I know defense travels, and and this spread would tell you, you know, to go ahead and and bet Penn State, and you're going to feel so comfortable about it and all that good stuff. Oh, boy. I I just – something doesn't feel right here. Something smells bad about this spread. Oh, I am – I am – very reluctant because Alex is on Penn State minus 14 and a half. I am reluctant to make this a super lock and and so tempted to go out on an island. I just do not trust Penn State's offense as far as I can throw them. And Penn State's defense might be the best in the country. So as much as I want to, I can't take Iowa. So I'm going to make this a super lock, and guess what? We're all going with Penn State minus 14 and a half. Here super we go. Super duper, Buckle super up. duper lock for the whiteout. Okay. Okay, all the crazy sounds and all that kind of stuff. The game of the week. Two top ten opponents clash. Heading to Notre Dame. Ohio State, the three and a half point favorite. This game, this game has the makings of a fantastic, fantastic football game. And I am absolutely elated to watch this game. I think it's going to be really, really, really good. I think Notre Dame 
has the chance here to solidify themselves as a playoff contender. Um, their schedule is rough. Notre Dame plays so many good teams. But it kicks off this weekend, this Saturday, under the lights. Ohio State traveling to Notre Dame. Uh, Ohio State minus three and a half. I, I, I'm just, I'm going to tell you, okay, we'll go with Alex first on this one. And Alex is taking Notre Dame plus three and a half. I, I honestly think that there is a fairly good chance Notre Dame wins this game outright. If you are putting money on Notre Dame plus three and a half, half of that money needs to go for them winning the game outright at plus 150. At home, I think that they're, I, I, it's not the fact that I think Ohio State is bad. I'm not trying to say that. I just think that there is a good chance that Notre Dame is one of the top four teams in the country. Um, and I currently do not have that opinion about Ohio State. I, I think the efficiency of the pass game, the efficiency of the defense for Notre Dame, I think it's too much for Ohio State in this one. I'm going to take Notre Dame plus the three and a half. If you're going to give me points, I'm certainly going to take it. Um, <laughs> Corey, you have the chance to make this a super lock or to throw yourself on an island. What say Listen, you? We talk about quarterbacks a lot on this show, obviously, because it seems like if you have a difference maker at quarterback, uh, it'll take you pretty far. Have you been seeing what Sam Hartman has been doing Albeit against inferior opponents, sure. He's got over a thousand yards passing and fourteen touchdowns in the air already. I mean, sure, he looks like he's you know, he's thirty-five years old. He looks like a sex god, whatever. That's fine. But Notre Dame may have finally found their quarterback, and you're asking a first time starter to go on the road and do something that Ohio State hasn't done since like the 80s and play and I think win at Notre Dame. Whew. I think that's a really, really tough, 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 tough task. And I hate to say it because there's a lot of teams that I hate in this world, and Notre Dame is one of them. And Ohio State is number one. But I think this Notre Dame team is legit. And I think that they can go incredibly far. I believe in Sam Hartman. I believe in this Notre Dame team. And getting this game at home is really what's going to make the difference. We're making this a certified big banter. Super luck. Give me Notre Dame. Cover this spread. Wow, wow, wow. I thought for sure that this would be a 2v1 type of thing with people up in the air and everything. I'm fairly confident in Notre Dame here, um, but there you go. There you have it. It's a it's a big banter super lock. Um, I, I I just, I don't know what to say. I'm so excited because we have a slate, almost a full slate of Big Ten football. Obviously very exciting. Two huge games, one out of conference this weekend. I can't wait to break it down next week for you guys before we take off 
we have to get those super locks. Now, Alex has not yet texted us over his super lock. We will get it before the games. We will get Alex's super lock before the games start on Saturday. But first things first, our super locks of the week. Corey, I turn to you. If you could only bet one Big Ten game this weekend, who would it be? What would it be? And why? Go. This is like the grossest super lock week. Because I feel like that we just don't know how most of these teams, not everybody's in Big Ten play, but most of them are. And I feel like once we get a couple weeks under our belts, we're going to get. So of my locks, this is probably going to be my least confident super lock. Um, but good grief, good gravy. Um, yeah. I'll you're go first. Because clearly you're struggling. Okay. I'll go first. I, I I am, and you know what? This is the only chance that they will get, unless they unless they do cover. This is the only chance that they will get to be my super lock. I'm taking Minnesota minus twelve against Northwestern. I know it's on the road. I, I I know it's I know it's one of those situations where you're just like, no way can you possibly pick this. Blah blah blah. No, that's my super lock of the week. Give me Minnesota minus 12. I know they're traveling to Northwestern. I also do not care. That is my super lock of the week. Oh, boy. Okay, you know what? We're drinking more Haterade. Michigan State, I don't like you. You don't like me. It's a perfect marriage of misery. It just makes too much sense when you break it down. Michigan State hasn't been able to stop anybody in the air. And now you're facing a dynamic quarterback with a solidified running game. I, I think it's just way too much for Michigan State again. When are they going to stop the bleeding? I'm not quite sure, but it ain't going to be against Maryland. Maryland's going to be too much for them. I said 10 points. I'm convincing myself it might even be more. Uh, give me the boys. Give me the turtles because I like turtles. Okay. All right. Going with the Terps over MSU. I don't mind it one bit. Um, if I had to pick another game, I would say that it would be Indiana minus 16. Against I was Akron. just thinking that. <laughs> I, I, I know it seems like a bit of a scary number, especially due to the fact that it's like, okay, but wait, it's, you know, it, it it's Indiana. But also it's Akron. So there's that. We will get Alex's super lock to you. Stay tuned to the socials to find that. Uh, follow us at Big Banter. That's on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're on Twitter now. Blah, 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 blah. All that good stuff. Follow, like, subscribe. Leave us a rating. Obviously, five stars because you love us. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is another week of the picks for Big Banter. We love you guys. See you later.